Welcome into another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. It's training camp time, so it's another training camp edition of the podcast as we grab players straight off the practice field and ask them how camp is going, how the offseason's been, and what they are looking forward to once 2020 finally kicks off in less than a month at Kansas City up in Arrowhead Stadium against the Chiefs where the season ended. That's where the 2020 season will begin again, and this podcast will feature Nick Martin, center, now in year five, and a new face in safety, Jalen Watkins. He was signed in free agency, and I get a little chance to sit down with him and get to know him. I'd actually never spoken to him before, and I don't even think that he's talked to the media, so it'll really be your first chance to hear from the safety, how he thinks he fits into this team, what he thinks he can offer, and uh, a few nuggets about him that you may not have known. All right, but first... This podcast is brought to you by Xfinity and Texans fans. The coverage of Xfinity X5 can't be beat. Stream your team all season long on every in-home device, no matter where you watch. This is me on Wi-Fi. This is X5 Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans and proud partner of the Deep Slant podcast. So I had a chance to sit down with Nick Martin, and there's been a lot of talk about Nick Martin lately, how good that offensive line is looking, and his friendship with quarterback Deshaun Watson, because the two of them were actually roommates at the Greenbrier several years ago. And you always see them talking on the field and off to the side. And, of course, that quarterback-center relationship is a very special one. But I really wanted to get Nick's Nick's insight on, on where Deshaun has really improved and, and what he thinks about this offense heading into 2020 because it is so different than it was a year ago. This offensive line is different. The running backs room is different. Um, even the receivers are different than they were last year. So we had a chance to catch up with Nick Martin and stay tuned for um, some pretty funny insight on his fellow O-lineman at the end. That's right here on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Fresh off the practice field, Nick, how's it going for you in camp so far? Not the camp that anyone was expecting, but certainly the camp that's underway these days. It's going real good. I just want to start off with a little uh, yeah, dog, so I don't get fined <laughs> by the O-line. But uh, no, the camp, uh, camp's going really well. Um, the organization doing an unbelievable job. I mean, the stuff they've changed around the building and how we're handling the whole COVID situation, uh, very responsible. And it shows a lot of faith. You know, when you see from the top down how they handle it, how serious they're taking, uh, they want to win. And, you know, it starts at the top, so that trickles down. We, we love it as players. I mean, I noticed that you're wearing the cutoff shirt because it looks like you bulked up this offseason. I heard a lot about Martin's Gym. I don't know if franchises are opening up around the country, but uh, you had a little bit of a, a workout sesh happening at your house. Tell me about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I grew up, we had a gym in my uh, basement growing up. My dad always lifted and kind of started at a young age with my brothers and whatnot. And, you know, COVID things change. Uh, you got to adapt and that's what we did. So we had a little gym in the garage and uh, had guys over to work out and um, do what you need to do because the work doesn't stop, you know. Well, it looks like it, it paid off for all of you because it seems like the one thing that everyone's been talking about so far in camp is the chemistry of the O-line and, and how good it's looked so far. I think Deshaun Watson even said that you guys travel in a pack. The five of you move throughout the stadium together as a unit. How good does it feel to have the starting fives back again? Because that's not something that you've been able to experience with your time with the Texans. And certainly the Texans haven't seen in, in a number of years since 2011. But to have the same core group of guys back together in camp, you guys have developed that chemistry. What's it like for you this time around in camp? We love it. It's, I mean, it's so much nicer to have guys back, especially with the offseason being what it was and meeting virtually and having guys knowing the system, going through it for a second, third, you know, some of those five, six times. Um, it helped tremendously, especially in that situation. And in camp, playing together, that cohesion is so big. So getting on the field and already playing with them was huge and it will be huge for us.
Angeles. Last year, you were going through camp with two rookies at two very important positions, and those weren't even yet determined at this point yeah. in camp last year. Titus Howard, Max Sharping, they've got a full season under their belt. What's their development? Where's their growth been like, uh, you think, from year one to year, t- year two for an offensive lineman? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I think for them, it, it, this, the game will start to slow down. Um, you know, coming from college and about such a big jump, the speed of the game, but, you know, having a year under their belt, the offense under the belt, going a year two of, you know, mental reps and now obviously physical reps too. Um, that's where you make your biggest jump too is that year one to year two. So we're really excited. All right. It wasn't that long ago that you were a rookie back uh, just a few years ago. And then in your second year in camp, you were, weren't you roommates with Deshaun Watson out at the Green yeah. Bar when he was a rookie? Oh, yeah. and, uh, and everyone talks about how, how he really looks like this is his offense out there. He's just so much more comfortable. Not that he didn't look comfortable before, but yeah. what have you seen in his growth uh, as, as each year has gone on? And, and where do you think the biggest difference is for him right now? You know, for him, he, he's always comfortable. He's poised. He's always been like that. But every year it just gets greater and greater. You know, it's hard to believe because he came in so poised and whatnot. But um, his vocal leadership has, has gotten better too. And he's, um, you know, we look to him. He's the leader of our office. He's the leader of our team. And we're excited because, I mean, as you've seen, he does special things out there. All right, everyone's super excited about the running back group right now, the backfield with Johnson and Johnson, David Johnson, Duke Johnson. How have they looked out there so far? I think everyone has seen the highlights of, of them uh, running the ball in practice. But what have your first impressions been of, of those two out there? I'm, I'm impressed. Um, you know, play with Duke Johnson, what he does, you know, receiving and running and some of the cuts he makes, I don't know how his footwork, I don't know how he does it because it's incredible. Um, and then, you know, Dave Johnson's a special back. I mean, he, he really is. He hits the hole, he hits it hard. He's a big guy, but somehow makes himself skinny through the hole and then he bursts and accelerates. And it, it's, it's exciting. We're very excited for it. All right, Laramie Tunsil out there. Uh, Bill O'Brien referred to him as a technician. He's so good at what he does. Laramie came out and said, hey, I'm going to work on the penalties. I'm going to work on my run blocking. I'm going to get better for Deshaun Watson. How about for yourself? Do you have any goals for yourself heading into the 2020 season? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think goal one is just do whatever I can to help the team win. And that's really what it comes down to. And that, that's the special thing about this team. You know, everyone's for each other and we want to win. And, you know, we really don't make it about ourselves. Everyone's really a team guy. And when you have a locker room filled with that many team guys, special things going to happen. All right. I want to end this interview with a little uh, word association. Since okay. you know you're starting five so well, I'm going to throw out a name and I want to know the first word that pops into your mind. Okay? Should be easy since you all know each other so well. All right. Laramie. Uh, thrift store. Thrift store? <laughs> I'm totally yeah, he's, got all, he's got all this nice stuff. He always says it gets from the thrift store, but you know, I think. All I right. Think uh, Max Sharping. Solitaire. He's, he's an 85-year-old man. He plays solitaire. Is he really? Oh, yeah. He's like Dwight Schrute. Okay. Uh, Zach. Just a chill guy. He, he's awesome. Same guy every day. Uh, funny. Waterboy. There you go. <laughs> loves the movie Waterboy always quoting it always can you know get a good laugh from him from a good quote I'm gonna have to remember that when I interview yeah. Zach um, all right Titus <laughs> oh man just funny I mean Ty- Titus is so funny like he he I feel like he doesn't even mean to be uh funny sometimes but he's just so honest and um which is awesome it, ma- it really makes him funny to see he speaks the truth all right last but not least Nick Martin me? One word to describe yourself. Simple. I like, I like to keep it simple. Simple. I like it. Well, it's always fun catching up with you, Nick. Best of luck in camp. Best of luck for the season. Always a pleasure. All right. Thank you very much. 
So as soon as I stopped recording this interview, Nick told me a funny story about Martin's gym. I really wish he had told it in the interview. But uh, basically, uh, I think it was an elderly couple or, or some of his neighbors were walking by every day when he was working out. And at Martin's we call it Martin's gym, but it was really his house. And I think Max Sharping was there. Colin Gillespie was there. Maybe Titus Howard was there. I, I don't remember, but it was it was a big deal that he was working out with guys. He he took equipment from the Texans Performance Center and just decided to work out there. But anyway, uh, this couple walked by and they would watch them every single day working out. And one day they just stopped and said, "Hey, are you all athletes?" Uh, which is uh, pretty funny because he said, "Yeah, we we play for the Houston Texans." So. Uh, if that's you out there listening, uh, maybe you're not listening because you probably would have recognized some really big football players. This is totally something my parents would do because I think they're just sort of in their own little world sometime. But uh, anyway, Nick thought that was pretty funny that uh, people were walking by and wondering what the heck was going on in his uh, in his yard every single day. So that's Nick Martin. I really enjoyed the, uh, the one-word association. I am going to definitely have to bring that back with the other O-linemen should I sit down with them and see what their thoughts are on that O-line group, but I feel like I learned more about them in that last few minutes of the interview just from hearing Nick's perspective on it. All right, let's change gears. Another guy that we're going to learn a lot about, Jalen Watkins. I really had to, to look him up a little bit because I didn't know much about him other than the fact that he played with Philly when uh, they won the Super Bowl. He His brother was Sammy Watkins, wide receiver who was here with us in camp just a few years ago at the, at the Greenbrier and I believe the year after that as well. So I sat down with Jalen Watkins because there's a lot of talk about the safety position. It's Justin Reed right now. Eric Murray is new free agent the Texans have signed. And then, of course, Jalen Watkins is in the mix. Where does he fit in? What does he bring to that whole secondary group? I sat down with Jalen and had a chance to chat it out. Jalen, first of all, pleasure to meet you. Welcome in. Great to have you. How was practice today? I saw a little bit of goal line drills out there. I'm sure that got the defense fired up. Yeah, of course. Today was like the, probably the first real camp practice for everybody. It was hot. Um, we had some live action, a uh, longer day. Uh, so squishy pads, you know, walking back to the locker room. So <laughs> today felt like a real day of camp. Squishy pads. I like it. All right. This is an off season like no other. You, you've got a new team, a new city with new coaching staff, new system, and oh, it's in the middle of a pandemic. So how much was it a challenge for you this offseason just get acclimated to your new teammates? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I, we've been here two weeks, um, I guess. So if you think about it, my first time seeing a lot of guys were, you know, two weeks ago. Um, I knew Vernon already. Uh, I was drafted the same year as Roby and um, Philip Gaines. So there's some carryover from the past. But, yeah, it was it's new coaches. First seeing coaches for the first time. We all have a mask. So, um, a lot of times when they pull their mask down, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, because I'm only seeing about this much. So you really, you really kind of got to, you know, actually interact with people now before when it was kind of just going about your walk, you could see someone, you talk, but now you have to actually go and talk to someone and get to know them. So it's, it's, it's definitely challenging. I, I agree. I mean, even if you recognize someone, once they put the mask on, it, you have to do a double oh, take sometimes. And, yeah. For me, it's when they take the mask off because then I've never seen anything below here. So I'm like, oh. That's how you look. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I knew your brother pretty well. Sammy Watkins was here in Houston just a few years ago. Uh, did you do any workouts with him this offseason? How much time were you able to spend with him getting ready for the season? Um, with the pandemic going on, he was in Orlando. I stay in Davie, Florida. Um, so I did. Uh, was able to go and uh, we did like a small get-together for him for his birthday and obviously the Super Bowl. So I got a chance to hang out with him. 
Um, but we didn't get a chance to put in any work. Fortunately, in Florida, like all the fields were closed. Everything was just closed. So it was so hard to get anything outside of your home. I haven't had a chance to talk to you since you signed with Houston, but obviously you were a free agent. What went into that decision to sign with the Texans? What made you decide that this was a team that you wanted to play for in 2020? Um, just seeing in the past, you know, being competitive in their division, um, coming from the Chargers, we were competitive, and then coming from Philly, we, we won a Super Bowl. So from looking at the roster and then uh, Coach OB, and just like I said, the last four years they've been in the postseason. So it's something, something good going here, and I wanted to be a part of it for sure. Well, you'll still see Phillip Rivers in this division. Uh, how about Vernon Hargraves? I, you, you came from Florida. Mm -hmm. Vernon also showed up here this time a little bit later on in the season yeah. with the Texans. What yeah. was your relationship with him and, and how well did you know him? Um, when I was a, going into my senior year, um, well, my junior year, we recruited Vernon pretty hard. So I've seen him a few times on campus and then he finally came my senior year. And off the bat, uh, he played. Um, our coach told us he was going to play. And a lot of times you, you kind of like, oh, we'll see. And first game of the season, he got an interception. Second game of the season, he got an interception. And I was like, okay, he's here to play. And, uh, you know, from that point on, he kind of, you know, started a, a upward trajectory in his career. And uh, it's good to see him back at a new new team, you know, new new establishment. He can start new here. And, and, and I think the coaches like him, and he, he, he loves where he's at. Now, how about for yourself? What do you think that you can bring to this Texans team? Uh, versatility. I'm a veteran guy. Um, I've been on a winning team before. I uh, played multiple positions on defense, special teams, and just a guy that whatever they ask me to do, uh, I'll be able to handle it. Um, I've kind of shown that in my career, whether it be safety, corner, nickel, dime, kind of impromptu. You know, we're limited now with, with, with the reps. Um, we have about two, three more weeks before we play a game. So um, those guys who are out there, they need their reps. But that's when someone like me, I've had experience in the past and not having any reps and getting in and playing pretty well. So. You mentioned a championship team. You were part of the uh, Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles squad. What did you learn from your time with Philly, the run to the Super Bowl? What was different about that team than, than the other teams that you'd been on? Uh, the first two years, we were still trying to find our identity. And then uh, my, my fourth year is when we won the, the Super Bowl. But uh, we had a lot of veteran guys that previously won Super Bowls. When I think back to our roster, um, in my secondary alone, in my room, we had three guys that had Super Bowl. Malcolm Jenkins, Chris Maragos, and Corey Graham. And at linebacker, we had one guy, Danielle Ellery. At running back, we had LeGarrette Blunt. At receiver, we had Torrey Smith. So we were surrounded by a lot of guys who had seen it before and knew what it take. And those guys just so happened to be the vocal leaders on the team. And uh, even guys like Brent Selleck, who's been to three NFC championships um, back with McNabb. So, it was just a lot of energy, winning energy in there. And uh, I think that's something that we have here um, with, with being in the postseason these last four years. So I'm excited. All right. So year six for you, what are your goals for the 2020 season? Obviously, it's a new team and it's completely different circumstances, a different camp altogether. Mm -hmm. But when you think about what you want to accomplish um, as a player, what, what are some of the things that, that come to mind? Just, you know, being ready whenever um, my name's called at any one of the positions um, and then being a top contributor on special teams in every phase of the game. But whether it be corner, safety, nickel, money, wherever they put me at, uh, actually producing and, and, and helping us win games opposed to just being out there. So um, I played a little bit last year with the Chargers. Uh, where we had some guys go down and I was able to play well. So just trying to replicate that and help us win some games. All right, so fans don't really know a lot about you. They're not out at camp, so they can't really see you. 
But uh, what would you like uh, the people in Houston to know about you? What are some of your hobbies? What are, what are some things about Jalen Watkins that people might find interesting? Um, I like to read. I actually started a book club a year ago, but it was on pause. Um, with everything going on, it's kind of, you know, it was kind of tough to ask people to, you know, join my book club. <laughs> so um, it was, but started off, it started off pretty well. Um, we got through maybe two, two to three books, I think. Um, and now I'm doing a financial literacy through my foundation. So um, I like to give back, give back to the community on, on the things that I've learned throughout my career, um, tangible things like credit and homeownership. So just spreading knowledge that, that I've able, I was able to receive these last six years, whether it be from my peers, coaches, or just people I've met along the way. Yeah, J.J. Watt also wanting to learn about finances this offseason. It's a popular topic. Book club. I think you can still do book clubs on Zoom, Jalen. What, what yeah. are some of the books that you've read or what's what's on your list? What would you like to read? I haven't. So we are, my foundation has been focusing on our financial literacy uh, series. We started with understanding credit. We had uh, intro to college, understanding college credit. And we haven't set the date yet for understanding uh, homeownership. So that's why the book club's kind of been on pause because we've been doing Zoom with uh, people um, locally at home. Um, I partner with Suncoast Credit Union and uh, they've been kind of helping me spread the knowledge to the lower income and communities or the people who don't have access to it. So the book club will be back, but right now we're kind of focusing on the financial literacy part. All, all very important. Looking forward yeah, to the next in your sure. financial literacy series and uh, can't wait till the book club uh, is unpaused but for now best of luck rest of the season Jalen Watkins on the deep slant presented by Xfinity thanks so much Jalen thank you have a nice day thank you you too looking forward to seeing what Jalen brings to special teams to the defense and and what he's like on the field he uh his book club I, I think when he gets that going I'm gonna have definitely have to follow along with that but if you go to his Instagram page and uh check out um, his uh, financial literacy series that's definitely up there and he, he gives advice and they talk about um, you know going through college and, and getting a loan and all that good stuff so I, I'm always interested in what players are doing in their free time especially if I don't know them very well I think you get a good sense of of a guy just by knowing what their hobbies are I don't know what that says about me because I have a lot of, of hobbies that are sort of all over the place and and the big one is watching tv so Maybe don't maybe don't judge me by my hobbies. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and check out all of our stuff on HoustonTexans.com. And you know what? If you're feeling left out of the mix at training camp, you can just tune into Facebook or download our mobile app. We've got Texans Training Camp Live uh, pretty much every day from practice so far. Drew Doherty and I, we sit down indoors. And we watch practice, which is usually outdoors or inside the Houston Methodist Training Center. And we will bring you a live feed of that along with John Harris, who will show you what he's seeing and, and how the players are looking out there at camp every single day. So be sure to tune in to that. We even answer some fan questions on there. And, hey, Drew and I asked Johnny our favorite questions. So that is on every day on Facebook. And also... Uh, you can check out Texans Training Camp Live, the radio show from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. with John Harris and Mark Vandermeer and Texans All Access on Sports Radio 610, 6 to 7 p.m. That's also a Texans radio show with Mark Vandermeer and John Harris. That's after practice wrap. So, you know, what happens at 8 in the morning is very different 
than uh, what may develop throughout the day and, and you get the latest news then again at 6 p.m. because you know what it's camp a lot changes every single day so we want to keep you up to date on the latest so be sure to check all that out check out HoustonTexans.com and the Texans training camp special on the weekends 2 to 6 p.m. Uh, Sports Radio 610 and all their very best hosts sit down and discuss training camp on the weekend so that you have seven days a week of Texans training camp coverage. You're welcome. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.